0: What's happening, guys? What's up? What's up? Hopefully, my mic is coming in clean, coming in clear. I'm using my quote, good mic. Uh, right now, I'm drinking some hot chocolate <clears throat> or hot cocoa, as they say. Tis the season. It's the time of the year, you know? So, yeah, hopefully, uh, get a good uh, good showing. Talk some MMA. Oh, we got somebody in the room right here. We got Harvey Den. What's up, Harvey? I'm actually drinking some hot chocolate, man. Just chilling out. I got out of uh, out of work. Kind of tired. I actually have some chores to do, but I figure I hop on a live for like at least half an hour. You know, shoot the shoot the shit with you guys. How you doing, bro? How's up? Uh, how's everything? Um, I don't know if you you know what holidays you do celebrate, but if you celebrate, you know the the usuals like Thanksgiving and Christmas. How's everything been for you? do you got anything planned? I gotta try not to sip my, uh, my hot chocolate in the mic. (laughs) I'm doing something different, bro. I'm actually, um, I'm taking all the long format lives and I'm converting them audio wise on, you know, like, uh, podcast platforms like Spotify and stuff like that. Cause if anything, I mean that, they're good for that because if I'm on here for like half an hour, an hour at times, you might as well, you know, turn them into like audio segments that people could kill time with if they want to listen to them. <clears throat> oh, man, we got Randy in the room. We got a tail. We got I am the belt. We got all the regulars popping in. What's up, guys? What's going on? <clears throat> Randy, long time no see- seeing a live, bro. Good to see you. Randy says, hello. How are you? MMA 7 podcast, brother. I'm good. <clears throat> no complaints. Of course, uh, things are not perfect, but that's life. I, I never, I never want perfection in my life. I just, if I wake up alive and breathing, bro, like that's already a great day to me. So, <clears throat> overall, I'm doing good, man. How are you? How are you, sir? Uh, Tail says, does Kayla sign with the UFC or fight cyborg and Bellator? Damn, Tail. I don't know, man. Um, it depends how much money they throw at her. Because if Scott Coker, honestly, honestly, I think Bellator is a good fit for her for now, because I think that she still has to get her feet wet. That's how you say the term. Um, <laughs> She, um, where was she in one? Was she fighting in one before? <clears throat> so she dipped her toe in, you know, she's had a handful of fights, but um, uh, I don't know. Bellator might be a good fit for her. Cause it's kind of like no, no disrespect to the Bellator guys, but you know, it's kind of like a feeder organization in a way that they're kind of like lower tier guys, not all of them. And, um, I don't know, like fighting cyborg right away might not be good. What do you guys think? For you guys that, that have missed it in the beginning of the segment, um, I'm drinking hot chocolate. I'm trying not to drink in the mic, but, uh. I went full YOLO. <laughs> Got some whipped cream, bunch of whipped cream on it. <clears throat> screw it, screw it. But yeah, Kayla's a beast. I mean, she is she's so big too. She's freaking humongous. <clears throat> she's going like if she were to fight Cyborg, she'll be like, I believe she's bigger than Cyborg. She's probably stronger, too. But um, yeah, I don't know. Dana, like, <clears throat> from what I've seen with Dana. He hasn't seemed, like, super, super overly interested in her up until, like, uh, recently. So, I don't know how hard he'll fight for her her because she's not necessarily, like, a huge name in MMA yet. You know, of course, like, hardcore fans know her and um, people involved in the sport and the fight world. But it's all about, like, marketing and stuff. And, you know, they're probably going to lowball her. Um, I don't know. We got, we got blue in the room. What's up, blue? Oh, we got Nost. Damn, we're getting a good showing tonight. We got all the regulars in. Let me scroll up to some of the comments and I will, I will, um, I'm going to try to get everybody's comment. I am the bell says, who do you, who you think wins Corey or Cruz as Corey wants that fight? Uh, I mean, for me right now. And I'm sure some of you guys will, will disagree or agree. Uh, I'm going to say that I, I got Corey Sanhagen. I, I, f- I feel like Corey Sanhagen is more in his prime. Not that Dominic Cruz is so far past it, but I, I do feel like Cruz is a little bit step behind. Um, he looked good in his last fight against Pedro Munoz, but he did get dropped a couple of times. And I think, I think Corey pieces him up. I really do. I think Corey has better stand-up. It's more technical. He's more fluid. Um, Dom kind of fights predictable. Like, you know, and if I could see it, I know, like, other elite fighters could see this, especially opponents. But he always, like, he has a pattern of, like, ducking his head left and right um, when he throws combinations. I know you guys see that, and, which leaves him, like, susceptible to, like, uppercuts and kicks to the head. It's just that it hasn't really been capitalized yet, and um he like those like he spams a lot of like freaking winging kind of like overhands you know, and if you're expecting it you can you can counter that um I just I don't know Pedro Munoz I feel like didn't capitalize fully, but another counter striker that's like fast and explosive uh probably would not cruise out you know Henry Cejudo did it. <clears throat> Cody Garbrand exploited his holes, you know what I mean? Like, when they fought. Dominic, I mean, it's weird because, like, he's technical, but at the same time, like, I don't know if sloppy is the right word because it's kind of – I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I mean, he's a freaking world champion. You know, he's forgotten more stuff than I I ever could have, like, studied (laughs) in my life. But, um, yeah, that doesn't remove the fact that sometimes guys get kind of complacent or, like, sloppy in their technique. And Dom leaves himself open quite a bit. He got, like, patterns. Like, every time out of a break or an exchange, he always ends the combinations, like, with some kind of looping hook or overhand. <clears throat> Go watch his recent fights. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And if you look at Corey, Corey Corey's a sniper. He utilizes so much on the feet. He got, he got straights. He got hooks. He got uppercuts. Um, he got He got kicks. Flying knees. There's so much going on there with his stand-up, and he's so confident and fluid. <clears throat> and then you got that reach. He knows how to use his reach really well. Um, how's the mic, guys? Is it not clipping? Is it is it coming in clear? Uh Randy says, Did you see DKU versus Bradley Scott? I did not, I did not see that, bro. Um Harvey Harvey thinks otherwise, he thinks Cruz beats Corey. Blue says, "Hello, I say Charles Oliveira, man. Blue, oh, Blue, you called Charles Oliveira." Harvey says, "I think Cyborg beats Kayla, and I also have always thought she would beat Amanda in a rematch. I think she underestimated Amanda's power in the first fight. Um, yeah, I mean, when when Cyborg fought Amanda Nunes, the you know, in their fight, <clears throat> I was gonna say the first fight. They never fought a second one." It kind of seemed like, a, like, uh, Cyborg was overconfident. She thought she was going to like, w- like run through her, like kind of ironically similar to Nunez versus Pena. And I saw that in the Nunez Cyborg fight. I was like, Oh, it look, it looks like Cyborg thinks she could take her shots, walk through them, and she's going to steamroll Amanda. And she was shocked. She, she was, um, you know, Amanda caught her off guard. So, a second fight with them, um, there's definitely a path to victory for Cyborg. The freaking grappling, her clinching, um, if she mixes things up, like going toe to toe with Amanda, sure, Cyborg could probably win a shootout with her, you know, toe to toe. But <clears throat> if anything, we've seen the chink in her armor with Amanda is that if you make her tired, make her work, and you're tough enough to hang in there and not fold or wilt when she's landing shots on you, it seems like Amanda kind of fades. And there might be similarities to, like, other fighters. Like, there was a criticism with BJ Penn back in the day. Um, Conor McGregor as well. People think this about Conor. That if Conor's winning the fight and is going his way, everything is hunky-dory great. Um But the minute that they start to get kind of bullied or get opposition, um, they kind of, like, fold. You know, so... Maybe Amanda has that issue when she faces like strong adversity. It's kind of it's kind of tough for her to, you know, um, to mentally stay there. You know, <clears throat> I do think she beats Pena in the rematch, though. But um, oh, going back to Harvey's comment about Cyborg and Kayla, I do think Cyborg beats her as well. I think I think um, Kayla could win because her grappling is so strong. What is, she's like a judo medalist, right? Is she a gold medalist in judo? But um cyborg's too well rounded, she's too much of a vet, she's like damn near the same size. So that's a tough fight for her. I sip my coffee, right? I mean, um coffee, Jesus. Coffee's on my brain because I actually didn't have coffee today, and I'm a freaking coffee addict. But the reason I, I cut back on coffee is because I was having stomach issues, like super bad, just this upset stomach pain. I was overdoing it. Alright. <clears throat> Nas says, uh, Kayla good, but we can even name, can we even name any of her opponents? There's levels facts, facts. That's so true. I mean, there's a lot of hype around her and stuff and she looks like a wrecking ball, but you got to look at things like logically and, um, you know, what, what a definitely would like a proper perspective. That's a, that's a right perspective. Like who is she fought to get a proper gauge, you know? So true. Randy says, I agree with your comments on Bellator, but I think Fader could jump from Bellator to MMA and be top-class opponent. Fader is such a legend. <clears throat> I wouldn't count Fader out pr- pretty much out of any fight, even today. I would never say zero chance with Fader, ever. <laughs> Blue says, do you think uh now Charles Oliver better than Habib? Because we have many fights in UFC and respect him and um, everybody. Uh, I think he's better than Habib in some areas, Blue. I think Habib is better than him in some areas. Um, I think it's a it's like a 50 50 fight. I don't even know if I've ever ever done a breakdown uh for Habib versus Oliveira, but thinking about it like my honest opinion, I think Oliveira's better standing. For sure, for sure. I think he's he's better standing. If the fight were to stay on the feet, I think he would tear Habib up. Uh, on the ground, I'm not so sure. Like, I'm not so sure. Like, Oliveira is a threat on the ground. He's 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 very dangerous. He could tap anybody out. You know, um, if he gets right positioning on you, if something like opens up and he snatches it, that's why he has the most submissions in the UFC. But at the same time, I feel like Habib is such a dominant wrestler, and he's so savvy on the ground, and he's so good at positioning and staying safe. That I could almost see Habib taking him down over and over and then like maintaining safe positioning and just ground and pounding him and just doing that over and over and over. Maybe getting a stoppage. Like, who knows? But, um, that's a 50-50 fight to me. For me, it's, it's, it's really close. Like, I, I wish we would have seen that. Habib is so young. So you never know. You never freaking know. <clears throat> let me see. Let me see. Conor McGregor what's up Vont? Uh Conor McGregor versus Colby Covington uh, I mean I wouldn't count Conor out I'm just gonna say that I think that that's a tough fight for him um, it's Colby's wrestling <clears throat> he has better grappling he uh, would he be bigger than Conor I mean Conor Conor got especially jacked now and he didn't look that undersized at 170 against Cowboy he actually looked pretty good but I would say that Colby's stronger and um, definitely better cardio. I, I I think that's a tough fight for Connor. I think it's a tough fight for Connor. If I had to put a ratio on it, like for me, it would be like 65-35 Covington. Maybe even 70-30 Covington. Maybe like I would highly favor Colby. Rainy says, Do you know who DKU is? He still believes he could beat Connor. I believe I do. That's that's uh I've seen him before. Isn't he like a overseas fighter? <clears throat> that's kind of like a little out there. <laughs> Tail says, does Cruz have pillow fists or does he just not generate power with the way he throws punches? That's an interesting point, Tail, because I think naturally, like, um, who, who am I to say? I've never been hit by Dominic Cruz, but, um, I don't think he has natural crazy power like that at all. That, that's a, that's an interesting observation. And actually, I think that's why he throws punches like that because he knows it. So he throws like those looping shots with his whole body into it. And sometimes it throws him off balance. That's why he dips to the left and right. Um, also another reason why he does that, that, that dipping <clears throat> in those overhands is because he could transition into takedowns or, at least a threat of the takedowns there because he's changing levels and he can like snatch a leg up, um, and wrestling, I believe it's called a knee tap. <clears throat> so he's low enough to kind of just reach for a leg and, you know, it kind of keeps guys second guessing. So, but yeah, I think that's, that's exactly why Cruz throws like that. He kind of just like wing shots to get the most out of his punches. Um, his mechanics are kind of awesome. Like if he had, um, Natural, crazy punching power, like, uh, who's got crazy punching power? Like, Sohudo. Sohudo hits pretty hard for his size. Um, imagine Sohudo winging shots like that, like Cruz. He would, like, decapitate somebody, you know, in his weight class. So, Cruz's, like, mechanics for, 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 like, squeezing out the most power out of punches is kind of impressive. Like, the shots look like they hurt, but I don't think he has natural punching power like that. <clears throat> All right, let me see. Um, Blue says Dustin Poirier, good for him. Go to Walter now. Walter would be interesting. I think he has the frame for it. Harvey says Dustin says he doesn't know if he'll ever fight at 155. Uh, but confirming a 170 move, he better avoid Kobe. <clears throat> it gets him money, but he does not want that smoke. Uh, Do- I mean, I'm Dustin Poirier at 170. I guess he needs something to, you know, um like re-energize himself, like his mental side, because it must be super discouraging to, like, fight for the belt twice and come up short, you know? And sometimes you need, like, <clears throat> you, this is like with life. Sometimes you need, like, a break or a change of pace. It, it applies to anything. You could be, like, at a job and get burnt out. You quitting, you get, or you get fired and you, you wind up moving on to some completely different job <clears throat> that you, that you probably never even thought you would take, but you're taking it because you need to change your pace. And it just, it just like, it's like a new challenge. It's something new to do. Um, it can happen with a relationship you get with someone that is completely different than your ex. Cause it kind of gives you, um, I don't know if motivation is the right word, but. Um, it's just like a new look, you know. You get enthused about something new and 170, like that's probably his mentality. He's like, look, I failed twice to get the ball that lightweight. <clears throat> you know, not that he can't win the butt, I believe he can. But he's probably like, screw it, I'm gonna try something new. Let me just fully be rehydrated, let me put on some mass. Um, actually, he doesn't have to put on mass. he walks on like a 190 at times. So I, I think he'll be all right at 170. Uh, Kobe will be tough. Kobe will t- be tough. I don't think he has the wrestling to stop Kobe's takedowns, and I think Kobe would um uh, would brutalize him. You know, same thing with Camaro. Like, it's not good. Not not a good fight for him. Randy says, "Do you think Connor will face Dustin again?" Um, most likely, Randy. I think so, but you never know. You never know. Life's crazy. Maybe their paths won't cross again. If they do, maybe it'll be at 170. How about that? Uh, Randy says Nunez has a female Mike Tyson vibe to her. She did, she did, she did. I believe she still does, but she needs to get that uh that fire back. Um, I could have, I could have swore before the fight when I saw Nunez like how lean she was looking. Um, I felt like it was going to hurt her and actually be like, I posted on it. Maybe some of you guys saw it. I was like, okay, this girl could go good or bad for her. She's probably doing this, um, for cardio reasons, but don't, don't mess up what got you to the dance. You know, if her coming in husky and kind of powerful would, would get chicks out of there early. Um, she's not being dragged in deep waters because she's knocking people out early. You know, once they feel that power, and um she just changed the formula. I don't know, maybe it's because she got sick. She had the 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 vid <laughs> and uh, maybe she fully didn't recover, but to me she looked she looked a little bit leaner. <clears throat> I think it was by design. I really think that her and her coaches and her team did that on purpose to try to like up her gas tank. Because they knew that Pena was gonna try to drag her into deep water like with grappling and clinching. That was pretty much her path to victory. And the irony is that Nunez wound up gassing and she got beat pretty much in the stand-up. Let me see. Blue says, if Conor McGregor fights Oliveira, for me, Conor McGregor, he will win because boxing is better. Uh, Conor versus Oliveira in the stand-up. I mean, I would never count Conor outstanding. He's got like weird, weird knockout power. Like I feel like he can hurt people. Even though he hasn't knocked out people anyone like in a bit I still think is so dangerous on the feet that if he hits you clean he's gonna he's gonna really stun you really he's gonna stun you really bad or like flat out knock you out we saw that in the Poirier fight the second time they fought he was he was catching Dustin quite a bit and I remember on the um <clears throat> on the Joe Rogan Dustin even commented he said he was almost out of the fight he said Connor didn't know that, but if he would have hit me again or like came at me with another good flurry, I probably pro- probably would have been out of there. Um, and you saw it in a fight when they when they show some of the clips like in slow motion, he he jarred him quite a bit with some good shots. Um, Connor, yeah, he's very dangerous. But the thing is with Charles, like Charles reminds me of Tony. Like where where Charles comes, he comes at you like a buzzsaw. You know what I mean, like. There's punches, elbows, knees, kicks, and he doesn't let let off the gas. He just um, closes the distance, applies that pressure, which actually causes guys to gas out because you're moving backwards, you're dealing with so much. And you can see Poirier. Poirier got a great gas tank, and you can see him kind of fading because of the pressure that Oliveira was putting on him. And I was watching a fight and I was like, I was so amazed at the damage that Oliveira was taking. He was taking so many headshots and he was getting dropped and stunned and he would get right back up. He would like compose himself and stay focused and just get in Poirier's face. And I thought it was remarkable, but he was like a Brazilian Terminator, but he can't keep fighting like that because eventually like Tony, you know, your, your chin's going to crack and, you know, um. It's just not conducive to your health or your, your brain to fight like that. And I commend Charles' style. It's really exciting and it's cool to watch. But I think he needs to fight smarter, like, going forward. Because going against, like, heavy hitters like a Connor, I, I, I don't know if he can take Conor shots like that, you know, and shrug them off. Hold on one sec, guys. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? <clears throat> Let me see Kyle. What's up Kyle? Does the Holloway um that destroyed Cater Beat Volkanovski? Well, I tell you what, Holloway was on fire that fight. He was in the zone, he was on fire. But it's tough to say cuz like who's to say that he that he wasn't just as good when he fought Volkanovski and maybe Alex is that good where like he he kind of like nullifies what Max does. <clears throat> Volkanovski is incredible. I mean, because if you look at Alex, like he's so, he, he's like, um I don't know if undersized is the right word because he's a stocky, strong guy. He's kind of thick, but height and reach, like he just seems so small, you know, compared to like other fighters. And like, that's like a testament to how dangerous he is standing and how good he is because he's able to go toe to toe with like some amazing strikers like Max Holloway and arguably win. You know um, the stand up, the stand up. I know he won the fights, but what I mean is like arguably, you know, beat him in the stand up because <clears throat> a lot of people saw Max, I think, winning the second fight. But um, yeah, Max, that Max fight uh, beating Volkanovski is tough to say. All I know is that Max was off, he was on fire that fight. He looked incredible. Hold on one sec, guys, clear my throat, take a sip of my hot chocolate. All right, I'm back, guys. All right, so um. <clears throat> What do we got here? Harvey says, I really hope Jermaine Duranami comes back and fights Pena so she can get the belt. I know everyone thinks Valentina is the best woman striker ever, but I think it's GDR and I think she's Valentina's nightmare fight. Stand up wise, I think you're onto something, Harvey. Stand up wise against Valentina, Jermaine Duranami, she's a party poop, uh, party pooper. She's a party spoiler. Like, I feel like she has a style to, to spoil that party named Valentina Shevchenko. Definitely. It's her reach, her technique. She has power and she knows how to use her, her, her reach and control distance so well. Um, and her size. That's, that's, that might be a tough fight for Shevchenko. She can't get her to the mat. And then on top of that, GDR is improving her, her takedown defense and her ground game. <coughs> so, um, yeah, didn't she fight Pena before? She she defeated Peña, right? I think she choked her out. I may be mistaken. Um you guys let me know on that. Uh let me see. I'm scrolling through the comments, guys. Uh let me see. Edno, what's up, Edno? Probably at 170. Yeah, I guess he was commenting on it, bro. Uh <clears throat> uh, let me see. Nas says, who will O'Malley likely fight next, Cody or Cruz? Uh, Cruz would be a good fight. Cruz would be a good fight for him. Cody, uh, man. I mean, I hate to say this, but Cody maybe, maybe should look at possibly retiring. You know, like one more fight. If he gets knocked out bad like that, he should hang it up. I think, I think O'Malley would piece up Cody Garbrandt. And I actually think he would beat Dominic Cruz. If Cruz fought smart though. And he's able to take O'Malley down. He'll, he'll probably smash him, but I don't know. I At least, let me rephrase that. I think that O'Malley will beat him in a stand-up. I'll say that. Uh, let me see. Cayman says, what's up, Cayman? I think people kind of recently fell in love with fighters with big power in their hands. I think that's why many people thought Dustin would win, even though Charles had the knees, elbows. <coughs> possibly, man. Possibly. Uh, Dustin, I mean, he he's a complete fighter. He got great combinations and stuff like that. But Charles, I believe, it seems like he brings more tools to the table standing. He just comes at you with like a barrage of stuff. It's crazy. DKU is a South Korean fake martial artist who supposedly does 15 types of... Oh, yes, yes. I've seen him before. I know I heard the name. He has never fought until recently. He does demonstrations and calls himself the next Bruce Lee. Oh, my Lord. That's a bold claim just right there. Goodness gracious. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the Muay Thai clinch used effectively. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful what uh, Oliveira was doing. And that's so true. A lot of people do not use the, the Muay Thai clinch um, effectively. He was sneaking in them knees, wasn't he? <clears throat> it was beautiful. And he was throwing in some nasty elbows too, like in the clinch. He was doing some good stepping elbows. He was just, he was overwhelming Poirier. <clears throat> Cayman says, there's usually been a flashy distance striker or a powerful fluid boxer, but Charles using that Muay Thai clinch with the knees and etc. I Haven't seen that in a while. It was, yeah, it was beautiful to see. <coughs> Let me see. Randy says, she needs to go back to how she was when she fought Ronda. Nunes looked like a killer that night. Yeah, she looked very determined. I still like to see Connor versus Michael Chandler, but that would be a good fight. That would be a great fight, which... Which very very well might happen. It seems like Connor really respects Chandler. And um, he might be inclined to give him a red painting night. Olivera says, uh, I think Olivera knows that if you can't put him out cold, he will find a way to finish you in the end. Because even if you drop Oliveira, you can't deal with the guards. So you have no other chance but to... <clears throat> So I think Conor, pretty much any power puncher can drop Oliveira, but if Oliveira's lights are not fully out, I think Oliveira knows that uh, at that point you will find a way to win. Yeah, he seems to like wear guys out, right? <clears throat> very impressive, very impressive. Randy says, who do you think was better, Seven or Shamrock? Because they're one-on-one one each in MMA. Uh, I mean, I think at his absolute peak, I think uh Ken Shamrock. I feel like Ken Shamrock was a little bit more diverse. Um, cause Ken had the wrestling. He had submissions. He was like a leg lock pioneer, and he has some striking. It just seemed like Dan, uh, Dan the B Severn was like ninety percent wrestling, and of course like grind and pound. But he really couldn't strike too well. Harvey says GDR has knocked men out cold, and she has choked Pina out like, uh, Pina out cold like a year ago. Wow, GDR knocking dudes out. <clears throat> Randy says Charles versus Habib, who wins? Oh, we kind of covered it a little bit earlier, Randy, but I think it's a super close fight, um, almost 50 for me. Charles got the edge in the stand-up. I think he'll just batter Habib in 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 the stand-up realm. But if I feel like it hits the matter, it's like it's it's tough to say. It's tough to say. Like either Habib's gonna maintain maintain safe positioning and use his wrestling and and amazing control and just just beat the crap out of Oliveira or Charles or Charles will catch him in something we got Montreux on the room what's up Montreux we got a good good uh good showing tonight guys <clears throat> oh this is an interesting one Kyle says did you see Ngannou has lost some muscle mass for this fight with Gon? do you think it would affect his KO power I think so I think so and it's it's funny you mentioned that bro I did see that And I was going to talk about it at some point and it reminded me of Nunez and he's, he might be using the same approach, uh, that Nunez did, like leaning out a little bit to try to have, you know, a a better gas tank. And also maybe Ingano thinks he can match the speed of Ghana if he lightens up. But again, like why change what got you to the dance? You know what I mean? Um, Oh, hold on a second. We got a new Can't read that name or their stuff. Oh, what's going on, man? Thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate that. Hopefully you enjoy the channel um and the live segments and, and and content. Um great group of people here. We just we just talk MMA, everything's respectful. Everybody pretty much knows each other through the channel. Um glad to have you on board, man. Thank you so much. But back to Engano, I think um yeah, it's like don't you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I, I still don't think he's gonna match, uh, Gon's fluidness or speed. So he he's probably just gonna take away the advantage he does have, like the freaking power he has over Gon. And it's not like Gon's a weak guy; he, like, he has crazy power himself. He just kind of uses more finesse and and chips away at guys. I don't know. I don't know, guys. We may like I don't know if Engano's the favorite, but we might see an upset. Where Syrogon beats uh Francis. We'll see. I had to pick Francis to win before, but I don't know. <clears throat> Harvey oh, Harvey mentioned about uh GDR's one it was a one arm guillotine on Pena. I gotta see that. I forgot about that. Exactly like <clears throat> what she caught her with. Uh, uh let me see. K M says I think Habib would probably win. But if Habib cannot deal with the jujitsu and has to stand, I think Habib would be damaged severely in a stand-up. I think Olivera loses. He loses by decision. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Olivera losing via decision. I mean, I, I think Habib's wrestling in the ground and pound, but it's a, it's a good fight. Like Charles is legitimately one of the few guys that could, that could beat Habib. That, that's for sure. Um, prime Tony Ferguson was another one. Uh, Of course, Georges St-Pierre got the style and the skills. I don't think I won 55, though. Like a catch weight would be good for GSP, but that fight's never going to happen. Cayman says Ngannou's the underdog. Mmm, interesting. Interesting. Cayman says Prime Brock for sure. I would like to have seen Prime Verdun versus Cyril I think Verdun would get picked apart uh, standing Cayman. But if he found a way to get Siragon on the mat, most likely he would tap him out. But Siragon is improving in his grappling and his submission grappling, and it's kind of scary. He's looking really good. So, and I think his takedown offense is really good as well. So, I would honestly think, honestly think with God's athleticism, because I think he's like one of those new breed you know, uh, the new crop of heavyweight that's like big and super athletic and fast and he's super skilled, I think that he would beat Verdun. But of course, that's just my opinion. Edno says, O'Malley versus Rob Font would be a nice bout. That's, I like that, dude. Bro, I like that. O'Malley versus Rob Font. But I almost think that Rob Font's a little bit up the ladder for O'Malley right now you know just just a little bit just a little bit um personally as far as like a grudge match cuz i like the little heat that they've had Cody Garbrandt and um and O'Malley but i think O'Malley pieces him up i think he knocks out Cody Garbrandt to to be honest um or O'Malley versus Cruz but Cruz is not going to take that cuz Cr- Dominic is all about going up he wants to fight Aldo he doesn't want to fight uh, below him <laughs> which is kind of ironic because when he was coming up, he wanted to fight the guys above him. Matter of fact, he wants to fight guys above him now. That's how it works. So it's almost like you're not giving O'Malley a shot. And I understand because of the ranking system, but that would be, that'd be a great fight. Montreal says, what's up? Let slam. What's up, my brother? If Cody and Rockhold had an elite chin, how old well do you think they would be? Uh, and personally, I see Rockhold having a long reign and possibly eventually losing to Whitaker. <clears throat> if Cody Garbrand had a granite chin and Luke Rockhold had a granite chin, those dudes may be <laughs> possibly in the GOAT category because Rockhold striking is... It's, in his prime is like, it's really good. I mean, he's super athletic. He's a physical specimen. He got power. He can knock you out with like any limb. Um, you know, fast. And then his ground game is, is fantastic. He has awesome grappling and BJJ. So imagine all that with a granite chin. Like that dude would be terrifying. He'll be very difficult to beat. And then, uh, and then, um, Cody Garbrandt. We're talking about one of the fastest strikers to ever compete in the UFC. He got great power for his size. He's got awesome defensive wrestling. He does have some offensive wrestling. So, like, with that sprawling brawl style, with that kind of power and speed, like, if his chin could hold up, man, he would do way more damage. Because he'll be able to stay in the pocket confidently. And eventually, it's, it's almost like Chuck Liddell, like... Like, Chuck was able to take what you could dish out, but could you take what he lands on you? And, um, Kobe's very, uh, Cody Garbrand's very explosive and powerful for his size. And it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. I really think that he's taken a lot of damage to like his, his brain <clears throat> and his chin is kind of cracked. I, I really believe that. What's up, Steve? Uh, Sin, Sin Cara. Oh, I know Sin Cara. That's that wrestler, dude. Uh, Randy says, how do you think Alexander Karelin uh, would have done in, in the UFC? Uh, <laughs> f- f- first of all, he might be the greatest, the most dominant wrestler that would ever compete in the UFC. That's for damn sure. And if he gets a hold of you, he's going to smash you through the mat. Um, the, the question would be how, how much could he evolve and like diversify his game? You know, um, even with just his wrestling and his strength, his phys- his physicality and his freak physical strength. I mean, I think he still would win a lot of fights, you know, take dudes that da- dudes down and smash on them. But, um, that guy was, he was terrifying. Corella K- was like a lab experiment. <laughs> maybe literally. Kamen <clears throat> says, uh, mean, because I think Gon has great take on offense. If Radun maybe tries to jump to the back like Olivera and his prime red doom. It's interesting or, or their stuff or her stuff. How do you think Bruce Lee would have been in the UFC? <laughs> Realistically speaking, bro, uh, Bruce Lee was like, okay, like, okay. So if you take Bruce Lee at his absolute peak, when he passed away with what he learned, I still think he would beat some guys. I, I, I really do. He was that far ahead of his time especially in the standup, he definitely would, it would be competitive and he would beat some guys. Right. Um, but I don't think that Bruce Lee would be champion because I think that he would have too many holes because like the study of martial arts is like throughout the years and decades, it's evolved so much. Like we know like what works a hundred percent that you have all these te- modern techniques and stuff. And Bruce is from his era. Right. But he was so freaking advanced for his era. Now, if you take Bruce Lee with that discipline, <clears throat> with that, you know, um, being as gifted as he was physically and with that kind of mind and brain, that philosophical uh, study in mind, if you put him with modern training, he could be a UFC champ. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. I will stand on that hill. I believe take Bruce Lee and give him modern training. Of course, like, young bruce lee like 28 years old at his absolute physical peak and give him all the modern training i think he would do exceptionally well you know with that kind of brain and discipline and talent (coughs) that's i mean for me that's the greatest martial martial artist of all time bruce lee i mean you have other guys you got oh what's up francesco you got um hoist gracie Hoist Gracie, I, Rogan's talked about this. Like, it's true. Hoist Gracie deserves so much credit for changing the game as far as like grappling and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, yeah, but greatest martial artist, it has to be Bruce Lee as far as like influence, inspiration, um, being innovative for his time. I mean, he was doing arm bars and freaking, um, Enter the Dragon like in the 70s. <laughs> like, watch the beginning of that movie. He's pulling off an armbar or arm lock. Incredible. <clears throat> Let me see. Francesco says, Got a fun one for you. If Paulo Costa will bulk up all the way to heavyweight, wouldn't a clash between him and Francis Ngannou be an absolute banger? That would be fun, bro. That would be that'll be fun. I think Paulo walks around at like 240. Uh, when he's at his heaviest, I I personally think that Engano would smash him. That's just me though, Francesco. I think Paulo's a beast. I'm a fan of him, but I think Francis, blow for blow, shot for shot, I think, I think he knocks Paulo Costa out or hurts him really bad. Um, I like Paulo at light heavyweight though. I like him at light heavyweight. Harvey says, Francesco's, uh, someone said Paulo's on 250. So, he wouldn't need any bulking. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's a freaking big dude. <clears throat> we got Jurek in the room. What's going on, Jurek? Man, we got a good showing tonight, guys. We got a lot of people. Francesco, oh, I missed the first comment. What is up, my bro Dave? My man, I'm good, bro. Um, You know, just life working. uh, My family, uh, you know, my people over here, friends and family, like, you know, my group, we do celebrate the holidays, Christmas and whatnot, so... Everybody's kind of like in the Christmas spirit. We put up decorations and I'm listening to music all day, you know, Christmas music all the time because it comes once a year. So, um, you know, we celebrate it and um, I love it. It's one of my favorite holidays, Halloween and Christmas. And this Halloween, I really didn't get to celebrate it too much. So I'm like milking Christmas. <clears throat> but overall, I'm good, man. I got no complaints. You know, as far as I know, I'm healthy, you know, I'm waking up every day. And, uh, that's a blessing right there. So I'm, I'm good, man. Overall, how, how are you, my brother? Everything's good. Let me see. Uh, Randy says an in incident dragon. He also does some Savat French kickboxing. I think he does. If I remember that I haven't seen incident dragon in, in some time I have, I have matter of fact, I'm looking at them right now. I should take a picture. I'm going to take a picture and post it on the live <laughs> on, on the community tab. To to give you guys a view of what I'm looking at right now. Um, it's actually like all the Bruce Lee movies. I have them on a war unit or a bookshelf. I haven't seen them in a while. Let me see. I'm actually gonna take a picture now. It's gonna be like uh what do they call Breaking the Fourth Wall? Yeah, I just took a picture. I'm actually looking at them right now. I'm looking at the uh Bruce Lee films, which is kind of funny. I'm gonna post it. <clears throat> Harvey says, we get Derek Lewis for Christmas. Let's go. What? Wait a minute. Derek Lewis? Is Derek Lewis fighting? Like near Christmas time? Kyle says, do you think Katie Taylor can adapt to MMA? <clears throat> I think any, any, um, high level athlete like that, like a champion could, could adapt, bro. Um, it just takes time. And of course, like it, it depends on the individual, like their willingness to learn. 'Cause some, some people like if you come into the sport and you have a cocky attitude and you're you don't check your ego at the door, you feel like you oh I don't gotta learn that jujitsu stuff, oh I don't need to learn that wrestling stuff. I'm just gonna bang them out on the feet. I got the best the best hands in in, in the women's division, I got the best hands in the male, men's division because I'm a champion boxer, like you're gonna get destroyed. I mean, I mean there's no other way around it. You you have to there's got to be like a willingness to put the time in and to accept that your your single style is is not complete. Like you may win a couple of fights based off of uh you know um I'm not gonna say fluke shots but um in the striking realm yeah you may win a couple of fights just by landing something you know what I mean that happens regardless but you're not gonna move up the ladder like with holes in your game you're just not and um the ufc mixed martial arts is like the fighters are like sharks once they smell blood once people start seeing you lose by a certain method like they're just going to keep attacking that and coming into the sport as a pure boxer you know <laughs> you don't even have to like think about what the, what the hole is it's obviously going to be wrestling in the ground game so you know that's going to be a target testing the ground game so to, to to answer the question, um, yeah, I think Katie Taylor could transition, but it depends how how much time she wants to put in, um, and how much she invests herself into like you know becoming a a full martial artist. I mean Clarissa Shields is doing it. I, I give her like super super props, <clears throat> or 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 her stuff says right. I am off now. Good night, also. Good night, my man. Good night. Thank you for hopping in and um and subscribing. Really appreciate that. Let me see. Oh, Harvey says this weekend, Lewis. Oh, that's right. It's not like a pay-per-view. I totally forgot about that. Damn, that's awesome. We got the Joker. What's up, Joker? <laughs> L- L- uh, Joker says Lewis is gonna sleep Dawkus. That's how you pronounce his name? Doc Doc D- <clears throat> Randy says, funny, Bruce Lee, Jeet Kundo. Do. Jeet Kune do is very much like Krav Maga. Bruce had Jewish blood in him, so maybe he knew some Krav Maga. Why I say this? Because a lot of his techniques look the same in Je- Je- Jeet Kune Do and Krav. Mm. I, do, I do think I've I've seen what you're saying. And Bruce Lee's like training and, um, <clears throat> What he's had in some films and stuff like that. I think I do see that. Francesco, oh, good, man. I'm terribly sore from training and basically from my fight two weeks ago. But by the way, I knocked him out in the third and took part of his purse from missing weight. Whoa. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, <clears throat> sorry you're sore. Heal up, bro. Um, that's so awesome. You won your fight and that's a, that's a win in a big way. That's so awesome. And then you got part of his purse too. That's badass, bro. Congrats, congrats, man. <clears throat> Jerk says 24 2004 to 2013 as real as it gets era. What's the new era called? The new era of the new era that was as real as uh, as fake as it gets. Maybe because all these people with these characters like these you know these personas like Kobe Covington, I don't know. I don't know, Jerk. <clears throat> The Joker Lewis said he wants Stipe next if he beats Dawkus. Stipe versus Lewis. Damn. Harvey says it's called the Piotr Jan era. All right, guys. Uh, It's almost an hour. I'm going to call it. Uh, Thank you all so much for hopping in the live. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love doing these lives with you and, um, you know, uh, talking MMA and stuff. So um, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks, one. You guys have a nice night. Have a nice day. I'm starting to upload these, uh, live segments, uh, in audio form format, like on, you know, podcast players and stuff like that. Spotify, Apple, iTunes. So, um, they'll be up and, uh, yeah, that's all I got, guys. So until the next one, you guys, you guys take care, right? Stay safe and, um, have a good night or day. Later, guys.